If you're new here, welcome, welcome. If not, welcome back to another episode and thank you so, so much for the support. Um, I want to preface this by saying that this episode is a playback from when the podcast was previously known as Wife Mom Hustle. If you do not know the story behind as to why the name was changed to Legacy Builder, please go back and take a, a listen to the episode one. So now that we've got that out of the way, I would like for you to enjoy this podcast and please don't forget to subscribe and to listen to The Legacy Builder wherever you like to stream your podcasts and also check out our website at www.legacy.co. That is Legacy, L-E-G-A-S-H-E.co, C-O. Enjoy. Welcome to Legacy Builder, the podcast where millennial moms and women like you come to learn how to monetize your gifts and create generational wealth. I'm your host, Lori Richardson. I'm a serial entrepreneur, a wife, and a mother. So are you ready to make the changes to create the life that you want to live? All right, then let's go. Today, we have a special guest in the guest chair, and her name is Miss Amy Brown. Esquire. Make sure I got that right. <laughs> yes, yes. I love it because, of course, you know, my friends have some amazing careers and a lot of acronyms behind their names. So try to get, you know, make sure I stay on top of it. Um, but yeah, so welcome, welcome to the show, Miss Amy. And I wanted to, of course, let you um, start off by introducing yourself and telling us a little bit more about you. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for having yes. me. I'm excited. Um, as you mentioned, I'm Amy Brown. I am originally from Indianapolis. Um, I live in Nashville, Tennessee, where I've been between here and Atlanta for a long, long time. So <laughs> this is home. I operate two law firms, Creatives Legal, which is a business boutique firm. We help innovators promote and protect the, the products of their creativity. We do a lot of trademark law, business formations, contracts, etc mostly for entrepreneurs and creative types. Um, my other firm is Nashville Injury Law. It is a personal injury law firm, and we specialize in getting our clients maximum recovery after they've been injured in an accident. We make sure to keep our clients, um, our case matters smaller so we can give really personal white glove service. It's a quality over quantity over here. So. Okay. That's awesome. That's awesome. So give us a little bit more about your background as far as what made you decide to jump into the legal field. I know it sounds cliche, but I was really blessed to have pretty much always wanted to be an attorney. Mm -hmm. Even before I really knew what all that meant, I, I recall telling my mom probably at four or five that like ignorance of the law is no excuse. Like I <laughs> don't know where I got that. So. She watched a lot of law so. and order. I must have because she was speeding and she was like, I'm just going to say I didn't know the speed limit. I was like, uh uh. <laughs> but um, for me, I, it was either ballet dancer or lawyer. Yes. <laughs> and I felt like I had more control over being a lawyer. Um, I didn't have to audition mm -hmm. or, you know, have anybody else choose me. I knew that I could pass the test or do whatever they wanted me mm -hmm. to do because that was pretty much my control. So, went that route, not to discourage anyone mm -hmm. who was creative to <laughs> follow their dreams. <laughs> but um, as I grew older and learned more about the law, I really liked that whatever your passions are, 
they have lawyers. Mm -hmm. So there's, you know, sports lawyers, lawyers for those ballet dancers, there's, a, mm -hmm. you know, any kind of company or thing that you think of, there's a lawyer behind whatever is done. So it's really like an unlimited profession, in my mm -hmm. opinion. So whatever your interests are, you can really dive in there. And um, it provided the type of flexibility for the life that I wanted mm -hmm. to have. So that was really the reasons why I chose it. Yep. Awesome. That's great. So, um, of course, you went through school. And while you were going through school, um, you were pregnant with your first child. Right. Uh -huh. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't recommend that. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, go ahead. A lot of people do it, though. Mm -hmm. Just <laughs> It is just uh, moms, and I'm sure all the people you've interviewed and dealt with mm -hmm. here you get some kind of supernatural strength I think he probably in a lot of ways helped me because he was born my last semester and I was just like oh god like now I gotta take care of this human yes. so like I gotta get my shit together <laughs> my friends. Like, so it was just no way that I was gonna allow myself to like not study as hard as I mm -hmm. could because I had a lot of guilt because I was like he's so little and I'm focusing on the bar I took the bar when he was six weeks mm. old I kept saying like, okay, he's not going to remember this. So let's just get it yeah. done. It'll be behind us. So. <laughs> but I was terrified for that whole uh, year. Like just, it was a lot. <laughs> wow. Wow. So you finished law school and then you of course had your son. And then did you go straight into the field after that? Yeah. So when I was in law school, I was lucky enough to get an internship with the state um, as a prosecutor. And a lot of states have like a third year practice act sort of situation. Mm -hmm. So Georgia was one of them. I was able to practice and try cases my last year in law school, which was great. Um, got really comfortable in an area which a lot of lawyers who've been out for years still aren't comfortable in mm -hmm. trial. Um, and they offered me a job contingent on passing the bar. Oh, wow. So I did go right into that right after. I think the bar is like a long, crazy pending situation. Mm -hmm. But as soon as I got my results back, I was staffed with them within months and, and working. So, and I worked there for about, worked my way up as a senior district attorney for the city of Atlanta. And then I did that for about five years. Mm -hmm. Nice. So you after those five years, then you transitioned into wanting to branch out and be on your own. Right. So I discovered fashion law and trademarking and I was like, oh, that's right in my alley. This is so fun. <laughs> so I started doing a little bit of that. And then um, before I interned at the state, I had took an a intern at a PI mm -hmm. firm. And it's just crazy how like things always work the way they're supposed to, because that particular lawyer was also a fashion designer. Oh, nice. And he was like, I use this to kind of fund that. <laughs> and so okay. uh, he has a well-known jeans company that's, you know, sold all over the world. And I was like, well, I don't want to be like a fashion designer, but I really like, got to learn and like personal injury too. Mm -hmm. And I was like, we're really helping people and it, it doesn't really, it doesn't require a lot of court. Mm -hmm. So I'm able to like kind of use this situation as the basis it is consistent so people are always getting in car accidents mm -hmm. and I really fell in love with it and people are you know they don't know what to do they don't they don't have direction the insurance company has a lawyer the hospital has a lawyer so they're just kind of stuck yeah. so I feel like we really do important work in helping people and it is so consistent and it's um 
it's just a steady flow it's a kind of life so i i wanted to transition into that and um <clears throat> while i liked being a prosecutor it's um the pace is unbelievable mm-hmm. <laughs> so i had had my second child by the time i left okay. there and you know crime happens all the yeah. time so there's no like off time. Like what you see on law and order is true. Like something happened in the middle of the night, they're calling the lawyers. There's literally a complaint room that operates through the middle oh, of the wow. night. Um, and then you see people that you put in jail at like the grocery store. So oh my gosh. <laughs> it just, I was yeah, it just was time <laughs> to leave. <laughs> so, I was like, okay, um, I think I want to do PI. And I did that. And um I worked for two different firms over the next um, three and a half, four years. And, and um, I'm really glad I did that. Some people are brave enough to just go out on their own and you got to figure out what's right for you. But um, I got to see two very successful firms work in two completely different ways. Like they were practicing the same kind of law, but the owners had different personalities, different management styles, like just completely different. So I really, I knew by then that I wanted to open my own business. So I was doing the work, but I would really like pick their brains about the business aspect of it because, you know, they don't teach that stuff in professional school like they should. Um, and working in those two firms helped me tremendously. And then by the time I got to the end, I was like, all right, you know, we got to make those big leaps. It's hard sometimes, but you I was ready to go. go. So, <laughs> awesome. so you were, were you in Atlanta during this time or you had, okay. Yeah. I was still in Atlanta. I can't do anything the easy way. So I was like, all right, I'm going to open my mm-hmm. own firm, but I'm going to open it in two states at the same time, quit my job and move <laughs> to those states. So <laughs> I could have just got off this <laughs> down the street or something like that. It would no. be right. It would be right. <laughs> just couldn't be like Amy. So, <laughs> so yeah, I was in Atlanta. I was... Um, preparing to wave into the bar for Tennessee that some states will allow you to do that I didn't have to take Mm -hmm. the exam again because I had been a lawyer for long enough but it was a long long process so I'm glad I was still there working because that took over two years to get Mm. accomplished um just a lot of paperwork and stuff and then I knew that I wanted um an office I I wanted to present myself Mm -hmm. a certain way I had learned over the years that um I didn't like the look of like the Starbucks lawyer you know uh I gotta meet you over here (laughs) it's like that like I really wanted to sacrifice to present the image that I wanted to present because I wanted to be taken seriously not like like you will not call my I am a solo practitioner still so I but I have like some assistance and stuff but you'll not call my office and know that based upon how we're set up so and that was always my goal um yeah so we um I looked for a building and I didn't think that I could I was just like I've never negotiated a commercial lease like what am I doing it was a lot of like oh crap what am I doing the whole time but I was able to do it I love my space um still there we moved to a bigger um we actually moved to a bigger office in the same building oh, nice. this year so yeah we're not leaving that space for a oh, long time. That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. So when you took the leap, did you like seek out a, a mentor at all? Or did you just say, you know, I'm just going to figure this out on my own? No, get a mentor. I mean, mm-hmm. gosh, <laughs> I have one. I have multiple. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there's so many like coaches out there. And I really recommend it 
just make sure you do your due diligence and find the right one. Cause like a lot of people just say that that's what they are. But I was, um, I have a friend who, who started her firm right out of law school and she and I were always pretty close and I watched her trajectory and it was kind of, you know, flat, uh, plateau for a while. She was doing okay. But at some point, like she just, you know, shot straight up. Like, and I was like, what are you doing? Like, what's going on? And she told me about this law firm management program. And she was like, Amy, like you gotta connect with these people. So it was, that was the biggest uh, thing. It was there, they, and I'm still a part of the program, but um, it's expensive. And I didn't know, like, I couldn't digest at that moment, paying that much for, to talk right. to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, y'all right. how much? A month? Oh, no. <laughs> But they have like uh, this particular program has like live events and I got to know and, and see a lot of people who weren't just fluff like these were real people doing real work that I could quantify and their lives were amazing and I was just like wow like if they could mm -hmm. do it I could do it so I went ahead and signed up but I hadn't even started my business oh, okay. again like, not doing anything the, the <laughs> right way so <laughs> So I was like, oh God, this is like a huge step of faith because I've signed a three-year contract with these people uh -huh. at this point. And, um, but you know, it worked. Like things work as right. hard as you do, but my coach is amazing. So, and, you know, I got on with him today. It's just like anything that I don't mm -hmm. know, like I have a resource um, and in our program particularly has a lot of, it's, it's a beautiful network of like 400 or so people and these are people who are scaling their businesses to seven yes. figures within years, you know, a couple of years. Yeah. So, and I can see that. So it keeps us encouraged. We can always go and ask for help with anything today. I was just like, all right, you know, I don't know if my bookkeeper is doing what she's supposed to do, but I don't know. Cause I don't even know what mm -hmm. she's supposed to do. So <laughs> I, called, I called him and we got on, he's like, okay, well, this is what you need to ask. And this is what you should get every month. And I was like, okay, uh -huh. cool. So, <laughs> Yes, get you some support. Get and that's and this particular thing, it wasn't it's really not about mm -hmm. it's for lawyers, but it's really not like it it's not about um law. Like I have law mentors where I call and if I need like a letter or some legal right. advice, but these people really are all about business. So um if you're starting a business, I would highly recommend getting in with somebody that can A boost your confidence, B tell you stuff mm -hmm. you don't know. And then take their advice yeah, for sure. Yeah. So taking that that leap and investing in yourself, it's who is scared. The mon the the monetary or the you know the funds that you got to put up for it. It's just like, ooh. Yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna be, I was in my little ramen for a couple of days, but <laughs> weeks. <laughs> but it's funny because my contract is up in uh -huh. February, and they keep saying like, "What did you not enjoy?" I was like, "I mm -hmm. enjoyed it. I just." I still ain't got to the point where I feel like I'm happy about giving y'all this. And I was hoping by the time my contract rolled around, I'll be like, you know, but I don't know. That's just, yeah. I try to get myself out of the quote unquote poverty mindset where I'm just like, but that's so yes. much. Yeah. You, know? you got to pay to play, pay to play. <laughs> so many people have come back and, and to speak at our little conferences about how they left thinking that they could, uh, Mm -hmm. do it <laughs> and then their numbers just yeah. declined so yeah I don't want that so I'll probably just mm -hmm. stay around yeah yeah that's probably good it's probably <laughs> probably good because again just the the free advice only takes you so far and then you know having that where you're actually paying for what you get that's just it's, it's amazing 
It's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what does like, what does a typical day look like for you being a, you know, solopreneur, a mom, and not just a solopreneur, like a lawyer, like it's a lot, isn't it? <laughs> um, I'll give you two scenarios. A typical day pre-COVID was me dropping my mm-hmm. kids off and then going to the office and like, you know, working, like actually like working uninterrupted for some time. And then in the evening playing like mom taxi till dinner and then usually I would hop on and try to like prepare for the next day or send emails mm-hmm. and things like that but that was really typical we had gotten into a groove but it was exhausting too because you know you had to be so mm-hmm. many places I don't miss having to be all those places. <laughs> so, um now I'm usually at home like you notice here now I'm filming mm-hmm. in my room I have made a like mock shift like makeshift office mm-hmm. in my room um I quickly realized that that I was gonna have to do that and <laughs> the kids I gave them a pep talk before I got on the phone I was like look y'all don't don't come upstairs the mm-hmm. door will be locked I can hear your footsteps so don't be stumping <laughs> and jumping because I gotta mm-hmm. I have to work <laughs> so it's lots of those lots of those pep talks it's like it's never a straight um nine to five type mm. situation like mm-hmm. ever so I get up and log them on the virtual school and then make breakfast and then go get on my meetings or or sometimes I have a meeting before I can do breakfast it just depends like my daughter has got real entitled with having mom at home she's like are you gonna cook me pancakes yesterday I'm, like, I'm not you can eat cereal like other kids because I have a meeting so <laughs> um so it's a lot of like when they're like I, they're little they're five yeah. and nine my nine-year-old knows how to lock himself on but he's not always self-motivated my five-year-old does not so it's a lot of like yeah hovering like I'm working mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's like, and then yeah courts are are not open all the way but sometimes they are I, I had a hearing today but it was on okay. zoom I had a hearing last week that was in person and it lasted seven hours oh my long, gosh. so yeah luckily my mom is retired mm-hmm. and she lives with so she is able to like help, which is good. So I don't ever have to like arrange like childcare, which is probably the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's just a lot of, I, I live off my to-do list now. And so it may take me two or three days to get my one list done, mm-hmm. but because it's a lot of like back and forth, like I feel like I'm paying like double Dutch all day. Like, let me hop in lawyer mode. Let me hop in mommy mode. Yes. <laughs> all day long. Mm-hmm. So that's what it's like right now but I do enjoy like working in pajamas not fighting traffic mm-hmm. things like that so. <laughs> that's awesome so how do you keep your team abreast like of everything that you, since like when you work from home do they also work from home as well are they in the office like how does that work everybody's remote right now mm-hmm. and I kind of like it but there's like I feel like I do have a need for like a person to come in so I'm trying to figure that out mm-hmm. too but we all um we use teams and all sorts of different like platforms um online to communicate with each other so I have like a case management software and I put in you know all the case stuff is in there so they can get on and everybody can see what's going on all the documents are there um and then as far as phone calls everybody has the ability to make their phone calls remote um, so yeah, thank God for technology because mm-hmm. it's really just, that's how we make it. We have a staff meeting in the morning, usually every morning, mm-hmm. just to kind of go over what our goals are for the day. It's a longer meeting on Wednesday. So people can bring questions and say, you know, okay, this case is stuck for whatever reason, you know, mm-hmm. 
but as a business owner, like I try, I try to keep my hands off files as much as possible. Mm -hmm. Like I, you know, I review them, but I don't want to be actively working the file because I don't, I just rather be marketing and bringing more people into the business. Mm. So yeah, (laughs) but if I'm in the weeds, which I have sort of been this past few months with these trials, Mm -hmm. (laughs) if it it feels like those efforts go down because I'm, you know, I'm stuck working. So yeah. Wow. So how did you go about, um, you know, I guess for one, two, two questions. So how did you go about delegating and how did you go about finding the team to delegate to? Delegating is hard <laughs> at first, you know, yeah. like, I feel like we're, we are really uh, stuck on like, we're used to just doing it ourselves, mm-hmm. especially moms. Like I got, I got this or whatever, but you can't, I really want to grow. And with the, the program that I was mentioning, I talked to, we talk a lot about our numbers and I knew where I wanted to be and I couldn't, there's no possible way I could get there mm-hmm. if I was stuck at the desk all the time because sales and marketing is such a strategic part of every business. Mm-hmm. And ultimately my goal is to really not even practice. Like I love it, but I really rather just be able to like oversee a business, like be a businesswoman instead of a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So I thought about that. And the first couple of hires, I was just like, am I going to be able to pay these people? Like, oh God, <laughs> once again, it's always this choking feeling like, can I pay for yes. this? <laughs> that never goes away. Well, it hasn't yet for me. So yeah, me either. <laughs> so I, um, I hired on Indeed and I started with part-time mm-hmm. and then I noticed that, that I was getting more done because I had more free time and she was doing all right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so mm-hmm. I hired, um, I put her up to full-time, um, but you know, there's an, a saying hire so, slow, fire fast. Mm-hmm. And I, I sort of messed that up. So I was so excited to get mm-hmm. somebody in and she was good mm-hmm. for a while, but then she wasn't for a while. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I didn't address it. Like I should have, yeah. because I wasn't used to like firing or anything, but the easiest way for me to, to, what I've had to do to learn to delegate is to have your policies and procedures like written down. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you can't, um, we have so much in our heads, you know, we got to be able to communicate right. to other people, like what you need and you got to consistently communicate and you got to make sure like they understand. So I've gotten in the habit of now making sure that everything's written down so I can pass it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. I, it needs to be systematic. Um, and personal injury is very easy to systemize mm-hmm. the trademark law, not so much. I'm really the only person that touches those things still. So I'm right. still working on delegation because <laughs> I don't trust anybody. To <laughs> <laughs> but they're each different. So I need to like, really like make sure, like, do you understand this? It's not plug and play mm-hmm. at all. So the personal injury really is, it's like super, like everybody gets this letter, this, that, a third. Mm-hmm. So it's once I got the systems down and everything's uploaded so everybody can access it, it was much easier to do, but it is really hard to delegate. And even after you do, like, it's a constant, like ebb and flow of, you know, wanting to give trust, mm-hmm. but then you still got to manage, you know, you want to be nice, but you don't, you can't be buddy, buddy, because right. then they don't want to listen to you. Right. <laughs> so it is a, it's a lot, it's a constant, um, it's a constant learning process. Mm -hmm. And that I am comfortable with. I know a lot of people are like, well, everything's not perfect yet. So I I haven't done this. Mm -hmm. It's never going to be perfect. Like it's never going to be perfect. Might as well just go ahead and start Mm -hmm. and and be flexible because you're going to have to bend and move regardless, you know, because you don't know what's coming. So 
like right now, like I, I that particular staff member, I let her go after some time mm-hmm. and that was towards the end of the year. And now I'm finding out a lot of stuff that wasn't done. It's oh, biting me in the foot. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but I had to, I had to put back on case manager hat because yeah. right now until I get another person in her role, I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. So I don't like it, but I'm doing yes. it. <laughs> wow. Wow. So yeah, that is a lot. It's a lot of the the, the, the juggling and but it, it's also a learning experience for you as well especially being of course new to hiring people and so learning what not to do but I was also on the other side because I was a virtual assistant for a long time and dealing with um helping people in their business you kind of were like okay well I need you know I need more information from you can you give me a little bit of information from you and again it's like it's their baby and they're like I don't know if I want to give it to you just yet like here you can touch the hand like or you you can touch their feet but (laughs) but and it's just like okay well I can't help you unless you help me and so having that that whole process in place um I think that's amazing that you learned that and that you were able to so now you're like okay for the next person, this is the whole workflow process. This is how mm-hmm. it's done. You know, learn this foundation first, and then we'll see. You know, how it goes. yeah. And and we're like that. It's like you said, this is my baby. My business is not my baby. My business is my mule. Mm-hmm. And when I change my mindset, that a lot of things change. You got to take care of a baby twenty four hours a day. And I got two and one on the way. Mm-hmm. I don't need to take care of nothing else. <laughs> but a mule does the work. Mm-hmm. It pulls you. So. <laughs> I want my business to be a mule Mm -hmm. working and, you know, it is hard to give over the trust, but you, if you prepare, you know, like I, I have fake case files that I use Mm -hmm. for, for new hires, (laughs) just so I can see, like, are you listening to what I said? Mm -hmm. Like do this, do that. So you can, you know, there's so much material out there about training and learning, but it is still hard. It's always going to be hard. Like literally when I fired that girl, the first girl, I was holding on to my rose quartz crystal because I was so nervous. Oh. I was taking my coach. I was like, I don't think I can do this. She's gonna be sad. She's gonna be mad at me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. And oh. like, fire her. She's losing me money. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> well, so let me ask you this real quick. So did you like put in a process where you kind of like gave her warnings or anything? Or you were like, okay, you did? I did, but the mom and me, okay, so you you know me, but for the (laughs) listeners, I'm just sweet. So this is hard. It's hard for me to kind of be like that. Mm -hmm. So instead of like being really like strict, I would be like, okay. Or, you know, she would tell me some excuse why she could, you know, why she wouldn't get anything done. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, okay, well, I understand. And then when I would try to correct her, I would, I would do it like a mom, Mm -hmm. like, know that you should do this this way. Mm -hmm. Like it would, instead of our policy is this, you did not follow the policy infraction number one or whatever. Uh It was very much me like, this is a learning experience. You know, here's the cookie. Do do it different the next time. Here's your star anyway. So that's my fault. Yeah. Like I will not do that again, but I was trying, you know, like I said, it's the fine line, trying to be nice, mm-hmm. trying to be understanding, mm-hmm. but it, it, it just got like, I gave her a little bit of rope and she just took it and ran and it hung everybody. So oh, no. <laughs> it was bad. Ugh, this, again, a learning experience, no losses, just, well, yeah. you said losing money, but learned, <laughs> learned experience. Yeah. Now it has been easier for me to delegate in other areas. Mm-hmm. And I, I think they're important to like have help, you know, yeah. 
moms carry so much weight. I'm not saying that dads don't, but I can't obviously speak to that experience. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I have people help me at home. Like I said, my my mom is here. She helps. Mm -hmm. I have a housekeeper that comes once a week. Mm -hmm. Um, Uber Eats probably know me by heart. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay to delegate in those areas too. It really is. Like if I, I don't feel bad about that anymore. I know some people do, but my kids, when I come home, they're happy. Or like if I leave, you know, or if I'm working, they're, they're not getting my attention. Mm-hmm. And when, when I'm, when I'm off from that, like they really need it. Like they're jumping on, on me. They want to play. Mm-hmm. They want to watch movies. They don't want me to go mop the floor. Yeah. So <laughs> those things still got to be done though. Right, so right. I don't mind, you know, time is money and I don't mind paying somebody to do those things. If it means that I can have these moments with them mm-hmm. while they're little. So yeah. Yeah, that's just what we do. Yeah, gotta make it work. Gotta make it work. Gotta make it work. It was funny because I was having a conversation with another lady, and we were talking about um, what do we say? We have a uh, Wonder Woman syndrome, or uh, you know, trying to be this amazing mom and trying to do all these things, and and then you just run yourself ragged because of the fact that yeah. you don't delegate, and it's okay. You shouldn't be ashamed of it. You should embrace it and just say it's okay. I need help. All right, right. And we can't pour from an empty cup, mm-hmm. but. You know, I know everybody kind of comes from a different background, but I deal with a lot of, um, like a lot of my clients are black women Mm -hmm. and we, for the most part, we didn't like see that. Like, did nobody had no mate? (laughs) No, you in it getting those dishes washed at four years old. Right. (laughs) So it's a lot of like, I'm a, I'm pretty confident. So I don't like run my decisions by other people mm-hmm. but I know a lot of people are not like that and they got grandma me on there trying to judge them about hiring help mm-hmm. no like this is a whole different like world yeah. like we and most of our mothers and grandmothers were not business owners right. or entrepreneurs so we are still people we can only do so much mm-hmm. and while I may not like I still I love to cook so mm-hmm. you know you may catch me in a good mood and I make a whole Thanksgiving dinner yeah. but on any given Thursday when I'm trying to manage the business, manage the kids, payroll, this and the third, like, I'm not worried about that. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be made to feel bad about that. Like, right. it's a different time. So yeah. while I love my mother and she was able to stay home with me and, and that was her life, you know, mm-hmm. that's not my life. So mm-hmm. you just got to understand that things are different and not feel bad about yeah. it. Just do yeah yeah honestly again like nowadays you can't have just one stream of income coming in you have to have multiple streams of income even just to stay afloat (laughs) like you know we came to Nashville back in the day Mm -hmm. and it was like normal but Nashville like cost of living here Uh is like San Francisco it's so high Mm -hmm. like it's dumb like I'm just like (laughs) I was gonna say that and Atlanta right you know, Atlanta surprisingly is way cheaper to live in than Nashville. Wow. Wow. You could for the, the size of house I could get in Atlanta, mm-hmm. it, it's way bigger, more land than I could in Nashville. And mm-hmm. then they'll they'll charge you over half a million dollars for a house here and it's on another lot with a, another house. I was gonna like, say it's like, like a townhouse, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Every day. Wow. Like I'm just like, we running out of room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm coming here. <laughs> That's that's the place to be. What was it? Um, it was HDTV and started. They started coming up there and restoring homes, and now it's it's booming. All those little tiny houses we would see back in the day here—they're mm-hmm. gone. Oh, they really? knocked those. Things. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Wow! I haven't been there in a long time. I remember last time I went, I'm um, going to the school, Tennessee State University. Um, I drove by and I'm like, they have like expanded. They got all these, you know, 
statues and monuments now and new buildings. I'm like, oh my goodness, like honey, that's your fancy. We have those homes like they have in California. We have a lot of them, the tall skinnies with glass all over the place. Wow. Like that's the new thing here. But they write up on top of each other. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I got glass windows. <laughs> no, I'm looking right at you. <laughs> no thanks. Right. That is too funny. Um, okay, so let's segue into um, a little bit more about your other business, the other side, aside from the um, personal law injury firm, and talk about the creatives legal firm um, because, of course, many listeners are starting businesses or trying to start businesses and and um I think that they could gain some knowledge from learning more about you know the trademarking and that whole process yeah absolutely I love talking about this area too (laughs) um (laughs) foundation 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 I'm not gonna say that enough Mm -hmm. like we um we kind of jump head first sometimes a lot of us and that's not bad, but you got to make sure that while you're really motivated that you're doing the boring stuff too, mm-hmm. or at least hiring somebody to do mm-hmm. it. So you're going to start your business. You got to make sure that you have um, the right protections for yourself. You have to have your insurance, your uh, corporate structure. Um, so you need somebody to decide whether you're going to be an LLC mm-hmm. or a sole proprietor, a partnership. All those things need to be writing. They need to be filed properly with the state. Um, mm-hmm. I highly encourage you to um, talk to a lawyer about it. Um, it seems scary, but do it scared. Get used to doing it scared. Right. Talk to somebody because it's going to be way scarier when somebody trying to sue you. For uh-uh. so. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> or the state is like, here go your million dollar tax bill, which is also pretty scary. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, it's, there's so many different structures out there. Um, trademarks are good. Definitely. Everybody doesn't need one though, you know? Um, depending on what you do and what you want to call yourself, um, I will tell you whether or not you need it. It has to be something distinctive. Like I don't have a trademark, but a lot of professionals like doctors and lawyers don't, you know, most of the time the state requires us to have our name in our firm, like the law offices of John Smith. That's not trademarkable. It's not distinct. There's nothing about that that is, but, um, a lot of people do need them and it's best to get them sooner than later, Mm -hmm. um, because, there is a part of the application where somebody can come in and say, well, I don't have a trademark, but I've been using this for 10 years. And that's a challenge that they can make. Mm-hmm. It may not be, it may, they may not succeed, but they can definitely put a wrench in your, your program. Mm-hmm. So get it as soon as you, even if you haven't gotten, um, you, you haven't gotten your idea off the ground, you can still get a trademark. You can file it as intent to use mm-hmm. and they'll give it to you. And then they'll say, okay, now here's your mark. You got six months to figure out how you're going to use this. Okay. They give extensions. You know, you have to show them. They don't want you to keep the idea into perpetuity and somebody else have an idea that they're ready to use mm-hmm. and you're holding on to it. So, but they will give it to you up front. Um, another tip that I would like to share with the listeners, a lot of people think about logos. I want to trademark my logo. Mm-hmm. That's really, really like not always required. Mm-hmm. So um, if, if a person is financially conscious and they're trying to decide whether they want to do their name or their logo, I'm going to say, do the name first. Mm-hmm. Um, the name can be written stylized in any manner. If you own it, you can write it in pink, blue, upside down, whatever you want. The name is the name is yours. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do your logo, literally, if you change anything, and we often do like, you know, a lot of people start off with just, you know, a logo they made or some, somebody gave them for real cheap, Mm -hmm. you're going to evolve 
And unless you want to have the money, unless you have the money to continue to renew the the mark, get new ones mm-hmm. every time you change something, mm-hmm. it's not really um, probably financially smart mm-hmm. to do so. And it's not really necessary unless you want to be solely identified by your mark. So think about like Target, Pepsi, Nike, you can see any of those symbols and know exactly what it is, right. you know? But for a lot of us, that's not the case. So if that's not what you want to do, you don't really need to do that. It doesn't need to be a priority. And I'm not telling you not to do it, mm-hmm. but if money is an issue, the first thing first, get your name done, mm-hmm. get your name because mm-hmm. nobody can take it. Now, people can use it in other areas. So um, Dove is a great example of that. Mm-hmm. There's Dove chocolate and there's Dove soap, but nobody's going to confuse those things. Mm-hmm. They look to see like, oh, what's the confusion? Literally none between soap and chocolate. So (laughs) yes, somebody might use your name for something else, but it has to be in the area in which, you know, you have to choose your area wisely when you're going to do the mark and they will look. And if you're not doing it, doing it and what you say you're doing, they're not going to give it to you. They're very, very Mm -hmm. diligent about their searches. This is why the process takes so long. Um, But again, I would definitely advise to get with an attorney quick story I have a friend one of our friends that I've been best buddies with forever uh-huh. he decided that he knows everything and was going to do his own trademark Uh-oh. I think <laughs> are you talking about with me, and I was like <laughs> all right so you know no big deal but then he got an office action which most people do when they don't know what they're doing <laughs> and mm-hmm. that's with them saying this is wrong or, but his was literally the hardest office action I've ever responded to. Of course, at this point, he's running back to me like, I got this. I don't mm-hmm. know what it means. So I'm like, what did you do? Like, you literally <laughs> did everything that you could have done wrong. You did it wrong. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I spent hours researching, trying to find some arguments. It's still ongoing. So we'll see how it goes. But I eventually told him, I was like, I don't know why you did this like this. Mm-hmm. Because I love you, I'm going to file it the right way. So we have now two pending actions, the, mm-hmm. the real one that I did and the one that he did. And we just going to see what <laughs> So I was like, you know, you do not know everything. Okay. Let this be a lesson. <laughs> wow. So start with getting your lawyer first. <laughs> like, and don't... lawyers come at all different price points. If somebody mm-hmm. quotes something like everybody ain't for everybody. Don't right. be I don't advocate negotiating with people about their prices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> but there is somebody for you, you know. So mm-hmm. I don't I'm a moderately priced attorney because my target client for these type of services is the mom the woman mm-hmm. who's trying to get her business started off so mm-hmm. you know there's somebody like me for you too so right and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the million dollar lawyers but that's just not for everybody you know right, right. just be realistic you're not going to necessarily get a bad service because you get a different lawyer but I also feel like you know my, like you said all of our friends have businesses and stuff so I want to pay them what they're worth like I'm not going to mm-hmm. come in and be like I only got this. What can I mm-hmm. get for that? Nothing. Cause we don't have nothing on the menu for that price. So. <laughs> right. That is true. That is so true. So do would you, do you recommend, um, I'd say recommend, but a tip would a tip be for you to apply for, you know, your business licensing first before getting the trademark or how, how would you go about yeah, I, I would. I, I would do pretty much a simultaneous search for um, some different things. You want to mm-hmm. search the domain. 
like the website, see if anybody's out there doing that. Um, there's like GoDaddy and stuff like mm-hmm. that that allows you to search domains. Do a simple Google search. Google's going to show you if somebody in another state has a store with that name or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and do different variations of it. Like, you know, if it's gray and gray, spell it differently, you know, just to see mm-hmm. what's out there. And then I would search my business secretary of state business search from my state because that's where I want to incorporate usually um is there something here because if you get a trademark like that's federal in the businesses state specific if I get this trademark and I can't open a business with that name in my state I'm screwed up you know I can't do anything so yeah definitely check to make sure it's available and a lot of states will allow you to do a name reservation for like six or seven months so You can, um, and they're cheap. They're like $20, $25. So you can check it, reserve it, and then you can move on to your trademark to make sure you don't have any issues with it and then get that and then go back and set your business up. So you kind of want to start, you know, checking everything, like what's here, what's there. And the things that you can get quickly, get them. Even if you need to go back and change them, Instagram, Facebook, uh, email, like you can right. get that real quick. Right. The emails don't cost very much. Um, just, just get it, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then if you don't use it later on, you know, they always expire after like a year. Like I wouldn't advocate going and buy like a bunch of domains with like three-year contracts or anything like that. Right. <laughs> um, you know, once you get going, you can do that. But get, if you have, and then if you're going to do your domain, for instance, get the things that are close by it also. Like mm-hmm. it, I always usually advocate for the .com, especially for my American clients, but right. get the net or the org and put the in front of it or whatever kind of way. Like if you can get, several get them just because right. even if you're not going to use it you don't want somebody else coming in and getting something that will confuse your client mm-hmm. and be right there by you so I got a bunch of like different natural injury law like variations so uh-huh. create this legal was harder because it was like a, it's kind of a lot of firms that have that sort of name yeah. so I wasn't able to get a lot but whatever's out there you can get it and they usually run between like eight dollars a year to mm-hmm. the most I've seen is maybe 22 so it's cheap yeah. you know yeah, if it's not a popular name. Right, yeah. You know, some of the real popular ones are going to be high, but then that's also giving you kind of foreshadowing about the trademark. Mm-hmm. Those higher domains are usually common word domains. Like, mm. And then if the, if the mark is too common, they're not going to give it to you anyway. So yeah, <laughs> that's a good tip for people to do. But start doing your preliminary searches quickly right away. Mm-hmm. Um, the state every state has different filing fees and different like annual registrations so you know you need to know like what that is going to cost you mm-hmm. um let's see what else you need to get your tax id number of course you have to have your you have to have formed the business first to do that okay okay and usually you can do it right away but i've run into a couple times where the irs is like um we don't see this or we don't recognize it in the state system yet. So give us seven days, but they, that just means you can't print it offline and they'll work it out and give it to you whenever, but usually you can do it as soon as you form your business. Um, and I, I include that in my business formation service. Mm-hmm. Be wary of like sites that charge for stuff like that. Cause that's, yeah. it's free. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> even if you do like a Google search for like, doing your tax ID number two or three things come up first that require payment and that's a free service you know mm-hmm. so don't let anybody charge you for something that is free so. <laughs> <laughs> right uh, yeah those are the basics that you definitely need to do for sure 
That's awesome. 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 Thank you for sharing those gems. Thank you. No thank problem. you. So um, what other products or services do you offer um, under the Creatives Legal? So our biggest things are trademarks. We do mm -hmm. two different trademark services. We do the DIY trademark. And that's basically for the person who has a little smart, you know, who's a little confident about those things, but they just need a little bit of attention, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. my friend would have done fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically we send you a questionnaire. Everybody starts off that way. We get some information about the business and we have to gather what they call specimen. It's us showing the trademark bureau, what you do, that you do what you say you do. Mm -hmm. Then we do a sit down, um, sort of like a zoom or a screen share and I will guide you hold your hand and say this is what you do this put this here put this there this is how it goes mm -hmm. this is what to expect um, but we don't go on as your attorney of record we just help you fill out your application okay. in the event that you get an office action because with that package we don't do any kind of preliminary searches or anything so it's possible that there's something else out there that the initial little free search is not gonna find mm -hmm. um, but if you get an office action, you have to contract us or another attorney to answer that for you because it's not a part of our service. Mm -hmm. um, but we just simply do the application for you and that's it mm -hmm. with you right there. So you have, you then leave with the knowledge if you want to do another one later, you know what goes where and how. Right. Um, and that we don't, we do that for 675. It doesn't even, it does not include the fees for the for their trademark either. Mm -hmm. So, and those have gone up, they're 250 now. So, but that gets you in and out for under a thousand dollars, which is, mm -hmm. you know, reasonable for most people. Mm -hmm. The next service is our full service trademark package. We do everything. Um, we do a preliminary knockout search that's international. It's anything that's out there, they'll find it. If somebody's in China that has your name doing something, when that will not be relevant to your U.S. trademark, it'll find it. So you'll mm -hmm. know, though. you'll know what your competition is, says. It'll say anything that's um, a problem. And we'll go over that report with you. Um, like, hey, this, you know, this looks good. Or, hey, this might be a problem. But I think if we tweak this application in, in these ways, then it'll mm -hmm. be better. So we go over all that and you get an opinion report. Then we will file the application on our own. We'll go in and, and file it with the proper specimen and all that. We monitor the application for the whole process. And then um, if any office actions occur, we'll respond to them. We provide a substantive legal argument mm -hmm. and send that over as well. So it's really beginning to issue. Um, and that's it. Most people don't have to do anything else after that. They do require that in five years, you come back and um, do like an update, like a maintenance. Mm -hmm. We do that as well, but that's uh, separate. So the other things we do are business formations. I stick to... Georgia, Tennessee, and Delaware for those. Um, mm -hmm. I can give you a little advice if you need some on other states, but I try, I'm not licensed in those other states. I'm not mm -hmm. licensed in Delaware, but a lot of corporations are in Delaware. So we learned Delaware pretty, pretty well. So, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and then we do contract drafting and review. Mm -hmm. This is another thing that's so huge that people kind of overlook. Yeah. Um, everybody's like, oh, I got to, you know, either they don't have it because they don't feel like they need it, which is mm -hmm. wrong, 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 wrong. Exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nothing is a problem until it is. Right. <laughs> it's, it's like, so, um, especially, you know, if you're going to enter into an agreement with a uh, business with somebody else, like having mm -hmm. 
writing, or if you're going to market your product to somebody else, have an NDA, like right. protect your property. Like yeah. this is your, even lifestyle. if it's your friend, hey, even <laughs> if I want y'all to stay friends. So right. you know, <laughs> friends and family. <laughs> right. L- listeners, I've known Lori for 20 years and she had me sign a contract. <laughs> and I went a bit bad. I was so proud. I was so scared to send it to you. I was like, oh, I'm sure eat me up alive for this contract. Because <laughs> I fuss at the people, like my friends that I do do work with, and they don't mm-hmm. have contract or if it's not right, I'm like, uh uh-uh, no, no. Right. I'm going to make you give me a contract or something. <laughs> We're not doing this. And it just, it protects everybody involved, you know, and if somebody feels a way about it, that's not your person because they're going to feel a way about a lot of stuff in the future. Yeah. You know? All it does is say, I agree to this and I agree to that. And if everybody do what they agree to do, we got no problems. So, mm-hmm. um, so definitely get everything in writing. Um, mm-hmm. And then like, if you don't contract drafting is relatively inexpensive for most lawyers that I know, mm-hmm. get a lawyer to either look over it real quick. You know, I, I I charge less than a couple hundred dollars to do a five page contract just to look at it, you know? Mm -hmm. And then if it's um, a problem, I let them know, you know, we, we try to fix it. Usually it's not, or it's just like, before we hopped on today, I got an email from a girl that I do ongoing work for her business. And she was like, I got this grant. Does it look right? I looked at it. I was like, yeah, but this needs to be added. This needs to be added. It's Mm -hmm. quick. So Mm -hmm. now she can go back and say, my lawyer said this, but Mm -hmm. don't just, you know, don't sign anything that you're not comfortable about. Um, and get, you know, don't be afraid to mark up these contracts, have somebody mm-hmm. look at it, or if you don't feel right about something, or you want to ask, put it in the contract, mm-hmm. all they can say no, and that opens up the negotiation, but there is no contract, in my opinion, that is ironclad, that's going to mm-hmm. make you sign it, literally, when I went to have my kids, I got the hospital contract at first, mm-hmm. and I went through it, and redlined it, and I signed it with what I agreed to, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> to the hospital, I was wow. like, me for that, so, <laughs> I, didn't I know could literally that. hate this coming. Like, like, <laughs> I was going to say the average person, like, I, have, I, I didn't know I was signing anything. I was under, you know, under drugs. But. Oh, I asked for it in advance. Like when I was like not seven, eight months pregnant, I was like, let me get this now so I can read it over. Mm-hmm. They'll give it to you. Wow. <laughs> so. I, look, thank you for that. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah they had they had I remember they had some clause on there that said like if any of my relatives had ever been here and had a bill and they found out that we were connected they could charge me for that I was like oh really wait a minute (laughs) no my name is brown you don't send me everybody's bill (laughs) (laughs) I know that's right wow I didn't even know that yeah so yeah all of that and then you want to make sure like you know, things are in there that may not, people pull contracts offline all the time. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I see people send me contracts and they're like, they might be in Tennessee or Georgia. And this is like choice of law. It's like Italy. I'm like, where did you get this contract from? <laughs> so, well, the person like, said it was lawyers, but we need to change this part right here, you know? So if right. you're going to get it, have somebody read it or have somebody draft it for you, whatever your comfort level is, but mm-hmm. don't just be signing stuff willy nilly and don't go with that just because it's easier to do that. Cause it's not going to be easy in the long run. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for this information and tips. <laughs> this is amazing. Cause wow. You, you don't, you don't know until you know. So again, having somebody and building your team and having a lawyer on your team from the jump and having, you know, those people that are professional and skilled in what they do um, from the jump Mm -hmm. will save you a lot of time and a lot of money in the long run. It does. And, you know, 
people are people just talk to them you can sometimes mm-hmm. barter for services if if you have something to offer and like my social media girl like you know I pay her but sometimes she needs contracts and stuff so I mm-hmm. do it for her and she takes it off my bill or you know whatever mm-hmm. so be okay with those things but do have an attorney on your side talk to mm-hmm. a bunch of different people until you find the person that you feel comfortable with and it's cheaper to have that ongoing relationship even if it's just like I can call you whenever to, to hire you for different mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. or have them like on tap to like the girl I'll tell you about that sends me stuff all the time mm-hmm. um because all the other people do nine times out of ten like I said like if you're dealing with a corporation or some other side they've got people that are gonna protect them right so make sure you have somebody that's gonna protect you too because it's right. cheaper in the beginning than it is to try to fix a problem and I do like I said I do creative work so I deal with a lot of artists and mm-hmm. musicians and stuff and they get run over mm-hmm. because they're just like so happy to be there in the room yes. <laughs> them contracts be like for real for real like, <laughs> yeah we look we've seen it we're coming up through the 90s and you know 2000 yeah. stars and, and they're 80s. just like well they're not gonna give me a chance if I push back well then that's not that that might not be for you but we right. assume that like I assumed I was never gonna get that commercial building I'm like who am I to ask for this like you don't mm-hmm. know sometimes they just don't think you're gonna ask, say something back and if you do they're like oh okay you know that's fine mm-hmm. we'll give you that but you can't be afraid to speak up for yourself so right that's awesome Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. So um, I was going to ask you next, where can the listeners kind of reach out to you if they have some questions or, you know, want to hire you for their services? Um, Social media is where I live. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Creatives Legal, less creatives with an F. S, excuse me, creatives, legal, and then at Nashville Injury Law. Um, as far as the injury law, we do practice in Tennessee and Georgia, but mm-hmm. if you have a question, we do provide free consultations and some things are going to be the same across okay. the board. So um, we can give you direct, we can at least point you in the right direction if we can't represent you. Mm-hmm. Um, creatives, legal for trademarks, contracts, things like that. That's federal. So we can work anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can reach out to us. Uh, my phone number is 615-551-4878 for the girls mm-hmm. who still like the phone calls. That's fine too. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody else, um, if you visit the socials, you can reach the website, which is mm-hmm. creativeslegal.com or nashvilleinjurylawgroup.com. Mm-hmm. You can put in a consultation request. There's a scheduling link there. Like we, we're wherever you need us to be. So mm-hmm. Awesome. And I love to talk to people and I love to help. So I'm here. <laughs> so last question, what is next for your business? Well, I kind of want to be remote. Like I, I have it in my mind that I want to live in another country within the next few years. So okay. <laughs> um, I'm trying to get like you. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I want to keep growing. I mm-hmm. want us to hit uh, our financial goals and I want to continue to scale. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but really like this, this pandemic has taught me a lot about how to pivot and mm-hmm. I like that. So mm-hmm. um, we'll always have our storefront here in Nashville. We do have a satellite office in Atlanta, but for me, the ideal goal would be get everything running smoothly, continue to work on these systems and to have me and the kids take a, at least a year abroad somewhere. Mm-hmm have a great uh international learning experience yes that would be amazing that'd be amazing and especially like teach them to learn a new language and the culture Mm -hmm. yeah that's awesome that's an awesome goal to have 
it's just like <laughs> other places get so many different experiences america is so big we're not close to anything else you know mm -hmm. i want them to be able to see a lot <laughs> so, yeah. and they're excited too because they always be like can we go to uh, china for spring break i'm like no <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for asking, but no. Right. <laughs> I'm like, you know how long it takes to get there? Spring break is only a week. It's a whole day. <laughs> days worth of travel. After we came to where we were in Guam, I think we had to take, um, I think, three airplanes to get here. And it was a Twenty, almost 24 hours and my kids are right I'm like you, you want to go back and visit I don't know about that plane ride my <laughs> we here now <laughs> <laughs> they gonna have to come see us right <laughs> yeah I uh I had before I opened the firm I got presented a job offer in Bahrain and that's probably oh. I've always loved to travel but mm -hmm. The offer was amazing and it was a government contract that ended up not going through which is why oh. we didn't go but yeah we were excited and that's when mm -hmm. I was just like oh yeah we got to figure out how to make this happen yeah, so but looking work. at that flight I was like yes their dad you know he still lives in Georgia and he was like well am I coming no <laughs> <laughs> you can visit you're <laughs> divorced <laughs> <laughs> well I guess I gotta figure out how to fly over there every so yeah good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna be hopping go. on that flight every other day every other month to come back yeah. to America like no mm -hmm. no no <laughs> but we're gonna start probably somewhere closer like an eight or nine hour flight like mm -hmm. europe or something like that so yeah. i go to europe a lot and they're like what do we get to go so we were gonna go i was gonna take them to london this year before covid happened or mm -hmm. last year so they really want to go see big ben so that's mm -hmm. closer to china so we can yes. do that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our that's our plan awesome that's great that's great good things good things to come to you and I know you're working hard to to be able to achieve that and achieve that soon so yeah that's amazing <laughs> awesome awesome well thank you so much for um gracing us with your presence here I know you have some things that you have to get done today thank as well. you for having me thank you for um agreeing to join me on this and I'm excited to um of course share this but not only that but um work in the future as I scale my business as well so <laughs> You know, <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm always awesome, here. awesome awesome all right well again thank you so much for joining us and um you all please make sure to follow her at creatives legal and also natural injury law and check her out and, and reach out if you have any other questions or um you want some services If you enjoyed this episode please make sure you subscribe share and leave us a comment thanks for listening until next time